Hey guys, this is your Sweet and Fabulous Coffee DJ, and we're back for part two. <laughs> okay. We have to look at it from other countries who has been struggling still right now because their leaders were dictators or authoritarian. Um, look what's happening in Myanmar. For the longest time, Myanmar could have developed as a country because of the natural resources that they had. But yes. until now, where they are. And then the, the countries from looking at the countries who have um, dictators or authoritarian rulers, where they are coming right now, are they the ones that, I mean, look, look at their coffers, look at their pro- progress. Like, do we want to be... Like them, if our heroes like Archimedes Trejano, yeah, we have to remember their name. We have to say their name. We have to have a list of their names because these heroes fought for our democracy, fought for our freedom during the martial law. And we should never forget them. I mean, they should be celebrated, not the Marcos family. True, true, true. Actually, um, as a teacher, I really fault that one with our intense religiosity out-of-line religiosity. Like, yes, there is a separation of church and state, and I do understand that. But then, we're so much governed by our false morality. We think that we, as a nation, we think that we have that kind of moral ascendancy. That's why we always wanted to bring in, quote-unquote, good vibes. Whenever there is, like, something pops out in, in social media, we're just like, oh, good vibes. Like, we try to escape those issues. And that is what I think Congress lacks because we haven't really pushed to further strengthen our martial law education. We should start with that. Moving forward, we need to really inculcate in our hearts and in our minds a defining view of what martial law era is. Despite all of its infrastructure development, we need to acknowledge that it is a part of our it is a dark part of our history that is written in the tears and the blood of those who have suffered and died during that time. And we can never do that if we don't if we don't put that into law. I mean like I don't think it is oppressive against a certain family because a lot of family names would be brought into it. Like I mean, like there's like Enrile who orchestrated that entire thing. And it's funny because he's the one who would, he was the one tapped by the current president to explain what really happened during the martial law era. And it was like, oh God, here's the traitor again, that old man. <laughs> uh, I've been thinking, Nona, this has been a long fought battle for us who are human rights advocates. Okay? I mean, we really can't hail Marcoses as a hero and- we can never really have for forgiveness and justice until see that they are still in power, diba? Yeah, yeah, I mean, like... If they should have gone out of politics, probably maybe we could try or much to somehow forget them. But no, they're keeping in, they're coming back in power. And right now, the sun is trying... The to agenda have... is really obvious. Yes. My God, guys. If you feel terrible with this current administration, how much worse can we feel if we had someone who is a son of the original dictator of this country? <laughs> I'm like, come to think of it, like Hitler has the Hitler family, whoever they are, his descendants are nowhere near politics, nowhere near power. And we constantly give that to someone who has never given anything good for the country. I mean, I mean, when, when do we learn? When do we learn, guys? Like, 
And we, we, we keep on electing uh, convicted corrupt people. We, could, we keep on electing killers. No, we keep on electing human rights violators. When do we learn? Mona Shang, I, th- I really think that it's one way of doing that is to really strengthen. We should slap it in the face of every Filipino. This is martial law. This is a common understanding. This is what happened. And we look at it on a, on a human rights perspective, not on it. Because even if we look at it from an economical standpoint, it was really, it was a really, really bad time. And for students who still have a lot to learn, it's funny when you tell me, oh, we love Marcos because there was so much discipline in the country. And like, oh my God, girl, you cannot even contain yourself. And like, you cannot even hold yourself. Or keep quiet, don't cheat. And like, if you think it's dictatorship and you don't follow that one, I should have, I should kill you inside my classroom because you're not following me. Because that's, that's what martial law era is all about. If you're not following me, you die. Or if you talk back to me, you're dead. Or you disappear. Ringana ba? You have... Sometimes, do we have so much freedom that we started to... We are starting to regress if there's a regression when it comes to embracing democracy? I think so. And I think we have not really fully learned our lessons. Where we all we always go back to old ways. It's like we fell in love with a bad guy with a <laughs> with a bad guy and we constantly look for him. We never learned our lessons. Because look at that. It's because of the whitewashing of Koan, our false notion that that safety is like this. It's all about killings and like that. That we have elected one of the worst presidents we could ever have in modern times. Guys, right? Like 500 plus days already in quarantine, the longest in the entire world. And all we get to do is to lock ourselves down without faster vaccine rollouts, without proper contact tracing. And yeah, I mean, like the LGUs are suffering. And at the same time, our healthcare workers are very, very tired. And we got people like on the higher echelons of this country. Yeah, and then you waste your time pointing fingers, just yapping. Pointing fingers. And then you watch a tape meeting, which is supposed to be like a talk to the people, but then he's just talking to like cabinet members in a meeting and you don't get to hear anything. Yeah, the recent one was like a one-hour session of lambasting Senate and Gordon. Oh my God, my God. I mean, this has been so overkill discussion already because people, I don't know, I don't know, did you know where, where does this come from? I mean, like, you, as I said, no, it's been inculcated in our culture already. And we're too forgiving. We always think. It's that, that we embrace the perpetrator. Sakhom. <laughs> Sakhom. So I have to admit and have to be honest. Moment on and it keeps on going and going as a cycle because we keep on embracing our perpetrators. We never learn to say stuff. Enough is enough, and we have to heal already. And guys, healing comes from number one, our perpetrators acknowledging their fault and seeking justice. As a nation, it's where we get our healing acknowledgement. It's not something that they have denied. Not, it's, it's healing is not burying it under the rug, sweat it off under the rug. 
but yes. remembering it with a lesson. Yes. Like learning okay. from it. Okay, kung imo na siyang itago i- i- lang ilam sa rag, no? It will still come out. <laughs> it resurfaces. We're, we have not really acknowledged that one. And guys, kanang when you're, to our, all our listeners, you're not a historian after a six-minute video on YouTube. And siya, I might sound elitist with no? But you know, you voted for Duterte because he represents the, the mediocre Filipino, someone who graduated with 75, someone nga pwede bugal-bugal, who's like a thug in the street, but then he can lead. And that you feel, I know from a political communication standpoint, that's a winner. But then, it represents what we should not be. Mediocre, um, barombado, makarelate, makaniya, because you're that. Yeah, like, but the government should be not like that. I mean, no, like, but the government should not be like that, yod. I mean, like coming coming from what we shared with Anther during our uh, other espresso chat, she's siya nga. She misses a decent government. She she misses a decent administration where the genuine agenda, the genuine intention is to really look at the welfare and the progress of its people. No, dili lang katong yaw 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 or maangas angas na approach. Okay, it's not just we all about that. we yeah. need a government that works for our welfare, that works for our progress, that works for us. No, dili kay work for the few and work for the rich people only. Wala siyang mga feeling sa mga tao nga I can do it simply because Duterte was able to do it. He was able to rise the president despite all of that. Mona nga feeling sa mga tao they, if they're able to watch ketong oy dili maguna sakto magiingon sa doctor feeling na nimo bright nakakaayo because you're able to quote encode negate or koan or oppose a scientific data mo kang oy di maguna sakto yellow agenda ra manggud na kay mo magunigingon and and then all your sources like a shitty YouTube video like atong kisa to the Janjan the historian whoever that is in YouTube oh my god guys Get a grip of yourself. You can't learn it in just like six minutes yeah. or reading a Facebook post from an unverified source. Like, unless you stop thinking that you're already an intellectual simply because you've watched a lot of those shitty videos. I mean, like, you it, can't it, really it, move forward. It makes me wonder if we all think like that. Siguro, we all have the belief that the Vinci Code of Dan Brown is true. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, probably. Oh my God. Um, analytical thinking skills na whatever is being written or whatever is being said, oh, my God. <laughs> it's really time that we we up ourselves. It's not Facebook and like, where do these people get all of that things that they're spewing out on me? I'm like, gosh, there's a lot of peer-reviewed studies about it. There are a lot of cases about the Marcos's corruption. There are even in Guinness Book of World Records. There's like <laughs> laws about the PCGG, the yeah. Presidential Commission on Good Governance, right? Sakto ba na? Yes, Muna ang mukuha dapat sa mga... Like the PCGG is there. RA-10368 is there because the Marcos's corruption and the human rights violation was real. Yeah. Yeah. Siguro we've been yapping too much already and I like, siguro you might sound expressing hate to this family, but the bottom line here is we hate 
Filipino peoples who think that this family could just simply slip away with their injustices no, nga, they have committed. Okay. Bongbong Marcos during that time was not a kid. He was a not he was a, not a not baby a year old uh, kid that you could say that he does he's not an accomplice or he doesn't know anything what his yeah, I mean Aimi and Aimi Marcos and Bongbo Marcos, Marcos are not yes. kids during that time. They have to own up to what they yeah. I mean, fake naman gani ilang diploma, if fake pa junila ilang birth certificate to say that they're kids at that time. Like, who's like, kids are in a window? So, those things, I mean, like, guys, and it's it's almost election season. The filing of certificates will be, will start next week. And I think we need to be more, um, more discerning yeah, we have as a country that we need to look, we always need to look for leaders nga, who, who would give premium to us individuals. You know, we're not just a pawn in their chess games, but they're, they're people who have a genuine care for mm-hmm. us, who want to lift us up, who want to protect our rights, and who want to make us better as individuals and as, as, as a nation. Okay. And we can't do that if we commit the same mistake. If we elect a dictator's son who wanted to justify and glorify the atrocities of his father, we can't do that. And doing so, voting for him would mean that we're being complicit and we're, we're giving him a free pass to do it all over again. <laughs> I mean, like, justice and forgiveness, I mean, these are two strong words, no? And justice... But they come together. Yeah, they come together. But basically, justice itself is a, is a one word that needs to be worked out no, for each one of us. Even the government should be able to deliver real and genuine justice, not to anyone who has been suffering uh, from petty crimes, but even, even the injustices that a, a Filipino people experience because it has been brought by its government. ICC, guys. And then forgiveness is not being given outright if it's not being seeken by the person who's asking. This and is why. not a teleserie, guys, or this is not like a person-to-person based oh, we just forgive you and all yeah. of that all no, of that shit. We move like and that. operate as a nation. Yes. Somehow, some people might be able to forgive, but we can never move on and we should never forget. We forgive, but we don't forget. Yes. So That's why we... Diba, you see, the hashtag was nev- not never forgive, but <laughs> yeah. it was never forget. Again, again, never for- and never again. And never again. Hashtag never again. Our faults as a nation of not of not remembering and of not learning from it has already bitten us in the ass with how we are right now as a country, given the our COVID nineteen response. So I don't think you know we have the liberty to elect people like that <laughs> so choose wisely guys um register to vote you only have a few days yes. learn get to know your candidate and vote wisely so guys the hashtag was not never forgive but never forget so we don't we it's our it, uh, it is our collective duty to remember to remember it and to commemorate those sufferings because that is one way of making sure that we don't get to repeat that cycle again. Um, we're almost at the brink of it, and 
We need to educate ourselves. We need to remember those things. And at the same time, we need to work on a better Philippines, not only by choosing the right leaders, but also by working with ourselves. Educate. We need to educate ourselves more. We need to also connect with people more. We need to, to do it together, not just reliant on the people at the top, but also working for progress on the ground up. Um, we are able to heal and forgive if we are able to seek the justice that we so long for, especially for those who have suffered and their families. And I know it's not so sweet. The discussion is not so sweet, but so steamy. And I thank you guys for listening to this episode of Espresso Chats. Thank you, Joom, again for joining me for this discussion. Thank you also. It's hey, really hey. nice to have this one out there on Cuz because yes. you know, we have to counter those also out there on YouTube. <laughs> uh-huh. So guys, don't forget to listen to 4-in-1 Coffee Podcast. We are uploading our monthly our episodes monthly and then we have special chats here and there. So again, thank you so much. This is your sweet and fabulous Coffee DJ and I'll see you soon. Bye-bye! <laughs>